The Optical Foundry Podcast. Hello, Optical Foundry crew. This month, we are starting something new with our podcast. We are bringing all of our wonderful reps into the conversation to share insights and vision with us. And this month, we have Danielle, the account executive for Michigan and Ohio, as well as the remote rep for like Arizona, Nevada. Are there other states too? I feel like so many states. <laughs> yeah, yeah I have, uh, I, my hands are quite full. Um, <laughs> Alaska, Hawaii, um, parts of Louisiana. Oh, uh, I feel like I'm missing a few. I, I'd have to go through my list. That's my daily scrolling through states. With, who do I need to work with? <laughs> All right. Getting those frequent flyer points. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I've only had to travel to a handful, but, you know, oh, it is okay. it is cool when I do get to. So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's safe to say then that you've worked with quite a variety of accounts with a lot of different needs. Um is there a specific kind of way that you would categorize or kind of divide like your approach to these accounts if you were kind of trying to explain the different categories of shops that you work with? Um, my approach to them is all pretty much in sync. I would say it all really boils down to how much training I need to do with them to understand remote work with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your typical account, you know, they typically like to, you know, sit down with a rep, touch product, feel product. So it's really getting them to understand um, how efficient it can be to work with me. And if they get it right away, the approach is super smooth. Like, hey, we can dive right into this. Let's do a Zoom call. Let's utilize our BTO. If they don't get it, it's a little bit more hands on. Right. Right. A, a little bit more tactical. So um, <clears throat> I would say I don't really divide them as much as just kind of strategize who, who can I, are they getting what I'm picking up, what I'm putting down? Are they understanding um, how this can really benefit them? Yeah. Well, you already mentioned one of the things that I was so excited to talk to you about is with these remote accounts, I imagine that the virtual try on app has been, you know, a big tool, a big asset. Um, How do you kind of sell accounts on that app and really get them to, to dive in with you? Um, Actually. Yeah. That's been a huge game changer. Um, especially recently with the recent launch or the finalization of the tool. Um, Recently, my biggest tool has been our QR codes, the options that we have for those, the stickers, the cards. Um, It's being able to tell them, hey, um, this is what I have for you. It's virtual try-on. It's extremely scaled. It's scanning your face. I can put my frame on, take my frame off, and it looks like I'm still wearing the frame um, and getting them to test it out themselves. And once they do, they're amazed. They're in love with it. So the how I get them to get on track with it is really utilizing our POP. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you go over it, you can say it, you know, you can explain to someone all day long, hey, how, this is how it's going to benefit you. But if they can actually see it themselves, um that just makes a world of difference. So those little things that we have, those little tools that we have really help make, you know, finalize the picture for them. Um, And then once they're using it, it's a daily tool for them. Um, Because, you know, after you get through the training of how to do it, now they can train their patients how to use it. And then their doctors and the owners start seeing how it's saving them money. And it just snowballs from there. 
Yeah. Well, as you know, part of the marketing team, I love hearing that the POP is helpful. <laughs> That's <always laughs> nice. um, But so once you get these accounts using the app, how are they using it? Is it mostly as like a styling tool? Does it help them? Do they like make notes for inventory purposes or shopping? You know, how are they using it? Um, I would say most of my accounts are using it for styling um, with their what I really push, I'll say it like this, what I really push when I'm pushing for VTO to be used, obviously I want it to be used in our virtual appointments, but to get them really on track with it, I tell them to use it as a replacement for patient approvals. If mm. you have, you know, let's say you have the babe on your board, but your patient wants to see all the other colors. Okay. Well, they got the fit in your office. Now they can try on all the colors without you having to order in that frame. Right. Because yeah. people don't come back and now you've you're out shipping. Now you're having to potentially exchange this frame. All kinds of things can trickle from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as using it with um, an appointment, it really gets them engaged in the conversation because they're having so much fun mm-hmm. with the fact of how, you know, how accurate uh, our virtual try on is so that it does come into handy with our virtual appointments where they can try on the frames. So they feel like I'm sitting in front of them. They feel like they're getting the same experience without me having to take up their physical time, um, which is a, a very efficient for a lot of accounts that are this like new influx of doctors that we have coming in, right? The new generation of doctors and opticians that we have coming in are really loving not having to um, sit down and take an hour or two of their time when we can accomplish the same thing in 30 minutes with a full, with a fun tool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I hadn't thought about that for patient approvals. That would be such a convenient way to sidetrack that. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of digital tools, you are also really good at using uh, social media yourself to kind of establish almost the Danielle Stevens brand as, as a sales <laughs> rep um, and going to all these events. So how do you like keep yourself on top of and strategizing social media on top of everything else you're doing as a, you know, a sales rep and account executive? I will tell you, honestly, I have no strategy. I am just, it's my, I think it plays more into my age, right? I am 29 years old. I grew up, this is, you know, I, being my age, you grow up with, Instagram is normal. Facebook is normal. Being on social media is a normal part of your daily life. So I am a very, um, I'm big on when I'm at these events, right? I love taking pictures. I love shaking hands and I love getting as much of that content as I can, because I look at it like once I post this on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever, all of these other people that I'm following are going to see that, right? There's going to be touch points and they're like, Oh wow. What is she offering? Why? is so-and-so wanting to work with her, taking pictures with her? Who is she? What does she have going on? What is she selling? How do we get our hands on it? Now there's peaked interest. Because the one thing I have learned is optical is so small. Everyone knows everyone in some aspect. So me utilizing Instagram, LinkedIn with these events and posting pictures of the things that I'm doing Um, I've had so many follow-up calls or emails saying, Hey, you know, you know, Dr. So-and-so they love your product. What can we do to look at it? How can I connect with you? So there's no strategy. It's all just, um, I'm already on social media, you know, (laughs) the millennial vibes. I totally get it. Millennial (laughs) vibes. That's exactly what that is. 
Okay, this is unrelated, but I have to know what was your first like social media like account? Because for me, it was Zanga and MySpace. <laughs> uh, MySpace, yeah. yeah. And I, I recently, in my spare time, have tried to hack back into my MySpace, but I can't. The oh, you know because they revamped their their uh, app, but I can't. Everything's deleted. I would love to see my. That uh, makes me really glad. Original though. page. I, <laughs> no, I want mine to stay buried. Let those let those ghosts stay. <laughs> Yeah, there's. I'm sure there's some things on there I'd be pretty <laughs> upset about. <laughs> like, why um, did I do that? <laughs> we, we live and we learn. We live and we learn. So you talked yeah. about this a little bit already, but have you gotten feedback from accounts, you know, on the social media, like having been tagged and they think it's super fun or other than, you know, kind of spreading your own word? Um, absolutely. Um, most recently, I'll use this as an example. Most recently, I did a fall seminar here in Michigan. Um, the Michigan Optometric Association mm-hmm. seminar. And I took a lot of pictures with a lot of doctors. And, you know, from there, uh, accounts that I currently have have reached out like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know the show was going on. I wish I would have, you know, I wish I would have been a part of it. Oh, I saw you were with Dr. One of my, the doctors that I'm going to start working with, his name is Dr. Ingham. Um, oh, I saw you were with him. Uh, that's so fun. What did you, was, how was the show? Uh, it looks like you guys had a great time. You're smiling. You look happy. Your booth looked amazing. Um, so I definitely get positive feedback. A lot of people look at that like, okay, not only is she trying to sell us something, but she's personable, right? Mm -hmm. She wants to be involved and not just sell me something. She wants to make or have a relationship and a rapport with me. Um, so I, I would say I get pretty positive feedback. Um, people, and then it's fun too, when I log into LinkedIn or Instagram and people are commenting like, Oh, look, Oh, there's Danielle again. How fun. (laughs) Or, you know, (laughs) I got to see you, but I, I, you know, I waved, but you heard the one thing I love to hear is, Oh, you had a crowd of people around you. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's the word you want on the street. (laughs) There's always a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But you, um, you talked about wanting to really establish, that trust and that feeling that your accounts have with you, that it's not just transactional. You're not just trying to like get money out of them, but that you have this relationship. And something I think that you've done that I've gotten to see is promoting your accounts through our Indie for Indie series. Yes. Um, and what is it like working with, you know, I would, I forget, was it Bear Creek, Deer Creek? Um, one, a few like back in the beginning of the year. And then we just did foresight vision. I know. Oh, so the one I did at the beginning of the year was Bertrand, uh, I care associates. Okay. Yep. Yep. Make um, it no, it's okay. Uh, Bertrand, I care associates was the one I did at the beginning of the year. And then I most recently completed the one in Reno, which was foresight vision care. Um, yeah. And so what is it like going through that indie for indie process with them? You know, um, really fun. If I, I must admit, like that, that's a really cool experience. Um, for for starters, it's a bonding experience, right? With my accounts, mm-hmm. they look at it like, "Wow, this rep." Most people know that reps are on the road. Every time you take time out of being on the road, you're taking, you're doing it for them, right? Mm-hmm. They know that I'm missing some other aspect by doing this for them. So, wh- as far as bonding, they're so appreciative of me being there. And then, you know, we try to make it fun too. It's a photo shoot. Let's have fun with it. Let's let's look nice. Let's smile. Let's do all these different poses. Oh, look at all the stuff that we shipped in to be a part of our photo, mm-hmm. uh, our photo shoot. Um, and then even down to the aspect of interviewing them beforehand and really hearing what they have to say. Um, 
you know, about their practice and what they love about optical, it just kind of solidifies that relationship a little bit more, helps me grow um, with them, right? And building our relationship. They really look at it like, okay, this company, again, it kind of goes back to that. This company doesn't want to just sell us something. They actually care about our business. They care about us. Um, It's not just a brand that, you know, oh, this is why you should have it because we're the best. It's more of a um, relationship built um, sell. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's um, definitely the energy that um, the doctor at Foresight Vision gave when I got to speak with her. Um, we just put out a uh, shameless plug here. We just put out the Indie for Indie e-blast and it's on the <laughs> website now with Foresight Vision Care, but they're a kind of special optical shop. Do you want to talk a little bit just about them? Absolutely. So this has been my, I, one of my trophy moments with OG, I would say so far. Um, I met Dr. Dennis at Vision Expo in New York uh, earlier this year. Um, when we sat down, she kind of just started talking to me about what her vision was. She was opening a new practice. She was leaving a conglomerate um, optical. I will not mention the name because she <laughs> she does not like it. But she was leaving a big box store and she was wanting to branch out on her own. And she had all these ideas and she just really needed somebody to sit down with her and talk um, the fashion side, uh, fashion side of having an optical storefront. Mm-hmm. So myself, Sally, Cynthia, Rob chimed in. Everybody kind of really gathered around her um, and gave her a lot of insight and tools um, to be able to use. And I never would have thought by the end of that conversation, the end of that day, it was a very long. We were there for hours, Jessica and I, going through frames. I would have never thought at the end of it that she would solely be carrying Article 1 OG Seraphin Red Rose. When you walk into her store, it's us. This is a, a basically an, an OG <laughs> flagship store. Awesome. Um, it's amazing. And furthermore... Um, she's doing amazing. We just saw her again at Vision Expo West and she was already reordering. That is amazing. So that it it just, it made my heart flutter. (laughs) And I know that sounds dramatic, but it's so serious. It's walking into her store, seeing the passion she put into it. It's a beautiful location. It's a beautiful store on the inside. Every uh, um, detail has been attended to the placement of the frames, everything, her care, her, her staff gets it that in and of itself is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's hard to find too. Opticians that, that really flow with you in selling product like ours. Um, I don't know. It just, it kind of blossomed into something beautiful. Uh, it feels like over overnight. <laughs> uh, she found us organically. Other people uh, that she knows in the optical industry recommended us. That's kind of how she ended up in our booth. She made an appointment by herself. We did no um, reaching out to her. I We did not know who we, we didn't know each other at all. <laughs> um, so when she popped up in our booth and she's like, hi, you know, I'm Jessica. I'm going to be opening up a store. You know, I'm thinking, okay, another cold start. Very cool. Your typical cold start. They're bringing mm-hmm. in multiple brands. You usually open 24 pieces. She opened with over 300 pieces. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> what, wow, what a, a great, what a great day. <laughs> yeah, it was a fantastic day, um, <laughs> to, you know, to say the least. I don't even know if that describes it all. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's amazing. I can't wait to see how they how they do and how the store continues to evolve. Um, so you definitely have to keep us posted. But do you have just any other, you know, little tips or tricks, I guess, for fellow reps that maybe are interested in kind of upping their social media game or their use of the virtual tools? You know, just any kind of little wisdom you've got for everybody. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so we'll start with social media, right? Because that's not everyone's forte and I get that. My biggest advice is when you are at any of our, um, you know, shows, local, regional shows, um, anything, anything that you're doing, even if it's a trunk show with your account, take pictures, get your, get the staff involved, get your clients involved, get the people who you're seeing at these shows involved say, Hey, can I snap a quick picture with you? It goes so far. It goes so far. Even if you don't use it for the next couple days, you, let's say you post it a week later, let's see you, you know, you're going through your photo reel one day and you're like, Oh, I forgot I did this event. I would say that's the, that's number one. Right. And then getting acclimated with our brand folder, because oftentimes if I do a post, I will use the photos that I took. And then I will also put in some photos from a brand folder. So it kind of makes sense as to what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, so that's tip number one, just get used to just shaking hands, making friends with people, smiling, asking for a quick picture. Most people are happy to join in and take a picture with you. Um, and that can be uncomfortable for some people. Maybe I get that. However, a lot of people, once you say, hey, can I snap this quick picture? They're like, oh, man, I thought you'd never ask. And mm-hmm. you miss every opportunity you don't take. Um So that's number one. And then as far as our virtual try-on tools, really push the benefits for them. Why is this something that they should be using? Um, Not only is it a cool tool, not only is it something that would get your patient um, involved and excited, it also is a money-saving tool. It also gives you the ability to carry our entire collection without having it all on your board. Um, Highlight the things that really pique everyone's interest, which at the bottom of, or at the end of the day is money. Mm. Um, and that can really, once you get that part going in their mind, they're like, Oh, you know what? Maybe I should take advantage of this. Oh, and it's free. I don't have to pay to utilize this tool. Even better. There's a win. It's a win-win. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it's the door, the floodgate should open for you as to why that's a, a beautiful tool to have. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. I guess, I mean, final thing, you want to drop your Instagram handle so anyone who's not following you can follow you? <laughs> yeah, follow me at Michigan Eyes or Michigan underscore eyes um, on Instagram. Uh, I would love to follow anyone back in our company. Actually, anyone. Shameless plug also. <laughs> anyone who follows me, it helps me build my page. Um, also connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, Danielle Stevens, please. I'd love to curl my connections on there as well. Um it kind of helps us all grow. So definitely, definitely follow me. (laughs) Yes. And I hope everybody also, you know, taking these pictures as Danielle suggested, send them to us in marketing. We love to repost. So that's my final shameless plug for marketing. It's true though. (laughs) Accounts love it too. They love seeing their photos reshared. So many accounts get excited about that. They're, Oh my God, I'm on OG's page or article one tag me or whatever. They they (laughs) love it. So Definitely utilize it. Yes. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of, I'm sure, a very busy week with all your many, many accounts flung across this country. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you so much, Optical Foundry crew. We will see you guys next month. Stay stylish. 